The following program is produced by Sage Advertising and Marketing. The views and opinions of the host and guests are not necessarily those of this station. Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. Nevada Real Estate Radio has helped thousands of listeners make the right decisions when buying homes or refinancing. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Hello, everybody. My name is Peter Padilla, your host on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Pleased to be with you today. Real estate is real estate. It's always moving, kind of like the ocean. Goes up, goes down. I think we kind of feel like we went through something called the El Nino of real estate. I mean, really. Imagine what the median home price is of a home nowadays. It's over $300,000, and that has put the affordability factor out of reach for a lot of people. Wages are not really keeping up with the prices of homes. People are doing creative things, of course, to make that happen. They maybe get some help from a relative with part of the money down or a big chunk of the money down to keep their mortgage payments lower. Uh, Other people, they decide to maybe a couple move in together that had been paying rent to two places. Let's just move in together and uh, buy a house together. Other people decide to move to the rural areas and maybe take advantage of the lower prices there. And some people decide, why not go with a manufactured home because the median home price of a stick-built home in northern Nevada, Washoe County, Reno specifically, over $300,000. It's out of reach for most people. You have to be tenacious. You have to keep looking for ways to get your goal and your dream accomplished. That is the dream and goal of home ownership, or in many cases, the dream and goal of owning real estate that is investment property. This is a great time. I mean, when you look at the housing shortage and the prices of homes, more and more people are renting. So if you can become a landlord in your um, method of becoming a homeowner, why not take advantage of that too? You're doing all the work right now trying to find that home. Why not look for something that maybe can double as investment income down the road too? What I wanted to chat about now, though, is something called undue influence. Undue influence. And a lot of people, I didn't know what that was until recently. I was visiting with a chap. Nothing like a blizzard can drive up the demand for snow tires. Really? And snow shovels too. Gloves, winter clothes. I mean, when you have an event that is major and substantial, it can drive the economy up or down. Major events do drive markets on a short-term basis. But what happens to a lot of us, I'm as guilty as the next guy, we get so influenced by what happened recently that we give it what's known as undue influence. Essentially, if something happens in our life recently that was negative, we're going to do everything we can to avoid that, even though the negative thing that happened to us was maybe one in a billion. We're going to avoid it because it's impacted us so recently, and we give it that undue, undue influence. Now, the same thing can do go the other way. I remember when, as a young man, I first invested in the stock market. My broker recommended that I buy a particular mutual fund. I didn't know anything about the stock market or mutual funds. I just was looking for a way to invest my money outside of a savings account. I think I was only getting 6 or 7% at the time in the early 80s. Can you believe that? 6 or 7% on a savings account today is unheard of. But still, I was looking for a way to, you know, maximize my income. So he put me into a mutual fund. I quite frankly don't remember the name of it. It was American something. But American something, after one year, 
went up 25%. And I, I felt like a genius. I had put 25% more on my money, and I even did the right thing then. I sold, which many people don't do after a gain. They don't sell. They talk about their paper gains, but they don't really sell until they're ready to take some losses, many people. But I, for some reason, I think I needed the money. I took the gain, and I felt like a genius. So, of course, from there on, whenever I would invest in the stock market after that, buy a mutual fund, you know, buy a bond, whatever, I would think back to that time when I was a genius. And it seemed like I expected that every single time. But guess what? Undue influence was caused because I had recency bias. I had recently gained with this small mutual fund that I had purchased, and I kept thinking about that, and it was affecting the way I did things in the future. It caused me to buy a lot of things that I shouldn't have bought, and ultimately, I lost money for a while in the stock market, and I never really did see that repeat of 25% in one year on one deal. Quite frankly, I got really lucky. And the thing of it is this. Once I started getting some good advice, once I started getting some good guidance, I didn't put all my money in one mutual fund. I have a really great plan put in front of me by the pros, and that includes the real estate holdings as well. So the same thing. If you buy real estate and you get burned, and I've been there too, you get undue influence, and my recency bias was negative. I didn't want to go back in because it had been such a bad experience back in the boom of the 80s. So when you're looking to buy real estate, sell real estate, try to put your recency biases aside. Talk to professionals and ask them about the averages in the system. Sure, talk about what happened to you, but the big thing to understand is that you can't let recency affect your whole life beyond what they should. Always good to learn from our mistakes, but let's not be handcuffed or paralyzed by some of the mistakes we make. And the same is true on the other side. If you have a huge success in any part of your life, no matter what it is, I encourage you to really analyze it and think about what caused that success and how likely it is to happen again and not to expect it to happen again just because it happened once. Don't depend on recency bias to dictate your future. People that help us dictate our future are experts like hard money lenders that can help us close deals quickly if we need to, and then we can get our mortgage lined up and get ready to go. Other people that can help us, we maybe need, don't even think about these people helping us. But today on the show, not only do I have a hard money lender, I have a gentleman who is an engineer of finance, and he uses investments and insurance Yes, investments and insurance to be able to navigate real estate waters. So I encourage you to stay tuned. Dave Washburns from Sococha Capital is with us, along with Ken Green from Green Finance and Insurance. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Many times, closing a real estate deal fast is the key to getting the great deal done. At Socotra Capital, we help you get the money fast. This is Dave Washburn, Vice President of Loans and Investments at Socotra Capital. We are a hard money lender for real estate transactions that need to close fast, way before banks or institutional financing can complete the deal. We're ready to talk to you about closing your transaction quickly, and we can get you the money fast. Visit www.socotracapitalnevada.com or call 775-420-4990 for a personal appointment. Thank you. Socotra Capital, Nevada is located at 298 Kingsbury Grade, Suite 1G, State Line, Nevada, 89449. David Washburn's NMLS agent number 51269. 
Socotra Capital, Nevada, Incorporated. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. This is Peter Padilla. Pleased to be with you today. A very nice, warm and toasty summer day in northern Nevada. And we are in our 11th year of broadcasting Nevada Real Estate Radio, helping thousands of people over course that course of time make great decisions when it comes to buying real estate. Primary residence, second home, investment properties, you name it. We have the experts coming and going from our show every single week. And with our roundtable format of discussions, you know you're always going to get great advice and updates. Today is no different. We're going to be talking later in the show with David Washburn from Socotra Capital. And you've got to have David's name on your mind when you're out and about shopping for investment property because if you need to pull the trigger fast, Dave is the man and his company, Socotra Capital, they can get the money for you. So we're going to chat with David about hard money and how it works when you're buying real estate. Also, later on in the show, we have Ken Green. And Ken Green is the engineer of finance at Green Finance and Insurance. I had a chance to listen to Ken's presentation not too long ago at the Reno Real Estate Investors Club, and he talked about how you can use insurance as a way to manage or even grow your real estate portfolio. It sounds unusual to think about insurance in that way, but it's a way to get some value on your own of your insurance policies by listening to what Ken Green has to say. We're also going to talk about the importance of managing your credit and your credit report scores. It can make a huge difference if you're out buying property, if you have a high score versus a low score. And that translates all the way down to other purchases as well. Automobiles, personal financing for other items, you've got to have a great credit score. We're going to talk to you and give you a few tips about how you can maintain that score in the right area. That and more, including Rocket Tom, thinking outside the globe later on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Stay tuned. This is Brett Janelle from Reno, Nevada. You're listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Sage advice is what you get when you listen to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thank you, Peter. SunTech Solar Screening adds elegance, comfort, and privacy to your home. 3529396. SunTech Solar Screens block up to 90% of the sun's heat and glare. SunTech Solar Screening proudly features Pfeiffer Screening products. 3529396. SunTech Solar Screening combines expert craftsmanship, attention to detail, and state-of-the-art materials to deliver a precision fit of heat repellent technology. SunTech Solar Screening adds comfort and style to your home all summer long. Call for a free estimate and you'll feel the difference immediately just by holding up the SunTech solar screen. Don't suffer any longer as temperatures soar into the 90s and 100s. 3529396. Senior citizen and military discounts. SunTech solar screens pay for themselves with lower cooling costs all summer long. Make shade while the sun shines. Call SunTech solar screening for a free estimate. 3529396. SunTech solar screening. There is risk in owning investment real estate and a lot of misinformation out there about it. Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva at Sage International Incorporated, has been helping new as well as seasoned real estate investors for over 23 years protect their hard-earned wealth from the three flaming arrows of challenge, income taxes, liability exposure, probate, and death taxes. Sherry knows there's a thousand ways you can invest in real estate, but if you don't have the right strategy or the best entity, LLC, Series LLC, C-Corp, or S-Corp, in place, it's a lot harder to become a successful real estate investor. 
Call Sage International Incorporated, 775-786-5515 to schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva, today. That's 775-786-5515. Call Sage International. You're tuned in to K-Hit FM and AM radio in Northern Nevada, 94.1 and 1450 AM, the Lotus Broadcast Stations. Enjoying our conversations with real estate industry experts here on Nevada Real Estate Radio. My name is Peter Padilla, your host, and with me in the studio today, two outstanding guests having a good conversation about my favorite subject, real estate. Dave Washburn is with us from Socotra Capital. Dave, how are you doing today? Peter, I'm doing wonderful. It's great to be back. And this is my favorite time of year to be talking real estate because as summer winds down, you're going to start to see some properties that have sat on the market. And I'm excited to talk to investors about how they'll be able to pick those properties off using hard money loans. Great, great information from you, Dave, because I know you not only loan money, but you talk to a lot of people that need that money. So you can see what the transactions are taking place like, what obstacles might be in the way, what opportunities. You're a wealth of knowledge. Do a lot of people use hard money? Is that a common thing? It is, Peter. It's way more common than a lot of people uh, understand. There are three main reasons people use hard money. Either they don't qualify, the property they're purchasing doesn't qualify, or they just need to move too quickly for the banks. Mm -hmm. And with those three reasons, that brings a lot of people into hard money, and uh, they use those primarily for investment properties. And it's a great way to either get into a fix and flip or a long-term hold. I know a lot of people have been able to take advantage of great deals because they have access to hard money, which means they can get it fast. They can pay it back fast. They're not locked into a long, long term, but they acquire the property that they were looking for and wanting so that they can take advantage of opportunities beyond that. Perhaps it's a rental property, or you know, maybe it is a fix and flip property, or maybe it's something they want to hold for a while, but they want to capture today's prices. I know you can help them with all those things, Dave. I'm glad you're with us today, and I'm going to talk to you later on the show. I look forward to it. Also joining us today in the studio is Ken Green. Ken is the engineer of finance at Green Finance and Insurance. And we met recently at the Reno Real Estate Investors Club where Ken was giving a presentation to a group of about 50 people. And like the other people in the audience that day, I was fascinated that Ken was talking about insurance. One of the things that maybe most people find to be boring, but I've always been fascinated by insurance because It's a way to really take care of people if you have life insurance after you're gone. But most people don't know that you can get policies and have an insurance that maybe has a cash value. And then then you start having some some potential, some power in your finances. Ken Green is with us. Ken, uh, enjoyed having you as our guest speaker at Reno Real Estate Investors Club. I bet you got a fair amount of feedback from the other attendees. Well, Peter, I'm happy to be here. And yes, when I got to present at that seminar, it was a great great feedback, great attendance, and I love showing contrarian ways to use your money. Mm -hmm. And what I was speaking on that night was using whole life insurance, dividend paying uh, with mutual insurance companies, how if you structure it right, can create an incredible amount of cash value over time. And you can use that cash as as you like? I mean, are you limited in the way you can use those cash amounts? Yeah, so if you you structure it right, uh, you're going to have clue. You're going to have control, liquidity, use, and equity. And so, clue. Mm, And so, unlike a 401k or or other qualified plans, you pretty much put your money in. Mm -hmm. 
and government tells you how you're allowed to take it out, which right. typically it's capped for 50, till you're 59 and a half. Mm-hmm. And then if it's uh, deferred income uh, on the taxes, deferred taxation, you get to, you have that big tax mortgage waiting for you when you start to take withdrawals. If you structure a whole life policy correctly, you have all that cash available to borrow against. Uh, I don't advise the day one, but technically you could borrow against that cash value day one. And uh, you know everybody's concerned when they when they withdraw money from a 401k or retirement plan to do uh, in uh, real estate. I mean, in, in most cases, there are penalties involved. You have to pay it back. You lose income during that that amount of time. How does whole life differ when you're using that cash value? Uh, the difference is you have control. And so a lot of my clients, depending upon age, it's not the end-all solution for every client. But depending upon the timeline, depending upon their age, structure correctly, you're looking at internal rates of return between 4 to 5% with dividends. It's all income tax-free if structured correctly. And that client has the ability to borrow against those funds mm-hmm. uh, anytime they want. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they borrow against those funds, there's not an income tax consequence. It's a loan. Mm. You're actually borrowing that cash, secured by the cash value from that insurance company. Mm-hmm. And then how you pay it back is, is up to you. And so, so essentially you're borrowing your own money, though. You're borrowing your own money. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so, but, but the advantage to that, and there's more components to it, but the advantage is that you have this money. I think all of us would save a lot more knowing that we could touch that money tomorrow. As yeah. opposed to... Uh, when I got in the in, uh, when I started full time as in a job as a I was an engineer for one of the largest telecommunication companies in the country. Uh, my the investor I went to back then, 22, said, "Hey Ken, you should put all this money into this account, mm-hmm. and when you're 59 and a half, you get to touch it." I'm all, mm. "That's I'll be dead. <laughs> I want to go buy my car today." Yeah. And so uh, when I learned about how you can structure money in, in different ways, I mean, whole life insurance is one component. Essentially, it's savings on steroids. But when I learned that I could use structure correctly, I could use a whole life insurance policy to create a savings on steroids account that I could access those funds uh, anytime I wanted, borrow against that cash. That's all I need to apply this to myself, and then I got to teach this to my friends, teach it to my family, and teach it to all the clients that I work with. And there is a, a, a component there of life insurance, right? If you pass, you, you leave, you can leave a... Uh, uh, a stipend, if you will, you can leave something, right? Yeah. To your so, heirs, so with whole life, like you can with other insurance term policies. You're you're absolutely right. So the main focus typically is we're looking tr- at savings account on steroids. Is we're looking at cash value. We're trying to structure this in a way that all the growth is income tax free. Mm-hmm. The ancillary part is that yes, it's also a selfless gift. We have a death benefit that you can pass on to to your spouse, to your children, to a charity. And so uh, that is the other component that, that's huge. Mm-hmm. Now, I would say that most life insurance agents look at the death benefit portion and don't look at the cash value portion. You're right. Um, the way we design it, uh, the cash value is the big driver mm-hmm. because what it is, it's an emergency fund. It's your opportunity fund. The more cash value you can store, the more liquidity that you have that's growing income tax-free, you have the, and you have the ability to use that money, borrow against that money anytime you want, that opens up the door for 20% downs on real estate investments, mm-hmm. that opens the door on other alternative investments. And so that's why that it's, it's powerful. So Dave Washburn is with us in the studio as well from Sakotra Capital. Dave, I watch a lot of television. I see a lot of insurance commercials. I don't see many commercials myself that talk about cash value 
uh, on insurance policies. Do you see or do you hear about this as well yourself in your business? You know, I don't hear about it as much, but uh, I think that being in the alternative industry myself as a lender, I'm on the alternative side of loans. I'm fairly aware that, you know, you get pitched a basic way to look at things. Insurance is sort of this uh, parachute, you know, if you have a car accident, it's there to help. If you die, it's a benefit to pass on. And Mm -hmm. so you get these singular ideas that are put into our minds, like you own a home to live in it. And people fail to realize that there are all these additional benefits and ways that you can structure things Mm -hmm. so that uh, your real estate can make money for you and your insurance can also benefit you with liquidity and those sorts of things. And so, yeah, that's uh, the difference between the folks who, you know, just watch the ads on TV and the experts in the studio. Well, you know, you can pay for insurance month after month if you're about a term policy, and as long as you're alive, you're never going to see any any return from that. And then when you're dead, of course, you're not going to see any return from that either because you're dead. But you don't really get anything back yourself from that kind of a policy. With whole life policy or cash value policies, you're right. It gives you a certain amount of control. Um, you were you were at the Investors Club, Ken Green, when, when you and I met. What was it that got you there? How did you decide that you were going to present your opportunities to a group of investors? Well, there's a lot of parallels. I mean, a lot of – I would say the majority of investors in that club are, are adverse to Wall Street because they lack control. It's probably the number one driver. And so uh, being part of that real estate club and, and, and meeting – I would <clears> – <throat> let me step back. I'm always go on tangents. I would say that um, when it comes to real estate, it's tangible and it's real and, and it's cash flow. Mm-hmm. And so the reason why I want to present uh, the ability of, uh, to show how whole life insurance can be used is just showing that, hey, you're going to be able to create other alternative investments outside of Wall Street using real estate, but where are you going to get that 20% down? Mm-hmm. Now, you got David, the hard money lender. That's an option. And then also if you have cash, that's another option. So the more you will find that the more cash that you accrue, more liquid cash that you accrue, opportunities will seek you out. Yeah. And so that's why I wanted to present uh, a different way of playing the game. And what we specialize in is uh, all the investment strategies, all the savings strategies, all the finance strategies we teach are off Wall Street. And I enjoy Wall Street. It's fun. It's liquid. But through the qualified plans, um, it's there's just a different way to play the game. And I assure you what the advisors teach and what the banks do, they do the exact opposite of what they teach their clients. We're going to find out what that is. We're also going to talk to you about different kinds of investments that you can make with insurance as one of your sources for cash for the ability to make those purchases and uh, what kind of clientele would be a good clientele to call you after they have a chance to listen to the rest of our show. Ken Green, I'm glad you're with us today. Also with us, David Washburn from Sakutra Capital. We're going to talk a little bit more about how hard money works and how that alternative can help you close deals faster, but we have to take our break, so please hang on. We'll be back after this. This is Vicki Bischoff from Suncrest Builders. And this is Greg Bischoff from Suncrest Builders. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla right here on K-Hit 1450 AM and 94.1 FM Radio. Sage advice is what you get when you listen to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Street smarts on the house! Buying investment real estate is a big decision. Getting the right mortgage is critical. This is Michelle Holbert, NMLS 184194 and MLB 3723 from Caliber Home Loans. 
With today's extremely affordable mortgage interest rates, you have the opportunity to step into what could be your best investment purchase of a lifetime. When you find the right property at the right price, you'll need to be pre-approved for your mortgage to lock in your deal with the seller. Caliber Home Loans is ready to talk with you about getting a mortgage to purchase real estate. Visit www.michelleholbert.com or call 775-284-1922. This is Michelle Holbert from Caliber Home Loans. Caliber Home Loans, located at 6530 South McCarran Boulevard, Reno, Nevada, 89509. Equal housing lender. If you want the best tax and legal secrets used by successful real estate investors today, contact Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva at Sage International Incorporated, a local company that's been helping new as well as seasoned real estate investors for over 23 years protect their hard-earned wealth today. To schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry, call 775-786-5515. That's 775-786-5515 to strategize with the Wealth Protection Diva today. Call Sage International. And we're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thanks for tuning in to our show today. We're helping people make great decisions when it comes to buying real estate, specifically real estate for investors. With so many people now thinking that renting is their best option because of their age or because they're getting priced out of the market, they have to live somewhere. Well, that's where buying rental property might be a great idea. If you are thinking about growing your future and building your assets in your portfolio, real estate could be a great way to do that because all of the trends indicate that renters are going to be in high demand for properties in the coming months and years. More and more people are moving to Northern Nevada And with the housing shortage, what it is, rental properties look like a great alternative. So today's guests are offering us great advice on how to purchase rental properties to secure our future. We have Ken Green with us, and Ken is the engineer of finance at Green Finance and Insurance with us today. Also with us, Dave Washburn. Dave is a hard money lender at Socotra Capital. Both of our guests attend on occasion the monthly Reno Real Estate Investors Club, and that's where I had a chance to meet Ken Green. But Dave Washburn, you are a regular at the Investors Club almost always, and uh, just talk to us a little bit about the value you get from attending that meeting. Well, my favorite part of the meeting is it's a chance to rub shoulders with people who are active in various segments of the northern Northern Nevada real estate market. So there are some lenders, some title folks, people who are working on the conventional side, listing agents, landlords, mm-hmm. uh, just some self-employed deal junkies who enjoy structuring things uh, and getting out and, and beating the pavement. So what I like to hear is from those folks the properties that are sitting, the areas that are hot, the neighborhoods where they're, they think things are being overbuilt or underbuilt. And it really gives you uh, firsthand knowledge from people who you know are in the business. And it's a great opportunity to ask questions and see what's happening before you read about it in the paper or those trends uh, appear online. Mm-hmm. I'm finding too, Dave, when I talk to the attendees, the investors that attend, many of them have properties outside of the state of Nevada. They're looking to invest in other states all across the country. And I think it's because the internet now makes it so easy for us to do research on properties, even look at them on Google Maps. You can really see how your property is looking on a recent photo or video. And uh, that's that's accelerating, I think, uh, opportunities for real estate investors. They're not just tied down to the local market anymore. 
That's correct, and that's a lot of the money and, and dollars that we're seeing driving our market are people coming from California to Nevada, investing mm. out of state, and you see that pushing Nevadans out into smaller, uh, lower-priced markets. But, you know, the beauty of real estate is there's a lot of different ways that you can do it. You can do it as a lender. You can do it as a landlord. You can do it in commercial. You can do it in single-family homes. So I really encourage people to get educated on it and then find what fits your temperament, find what fits the amount of time and energy you want to put into it. And that way you can find something that works for you and create that as a piece of your overall financial portfolio. Yeah. I like to tell people, I think of real estate investing as like the second oldest profession in the world. <laughs> it might be. And, um, <laughs> you know, needs it. we always jokingly called ourselves caveman capital when we started <laughs> because it was an individual with money lending to another individual who needed money. And uh, we couldn't think of any older form of financing real estate than that. Yeah. I think about the deals that you've talked to me about you know, over the course of the last several years that we've known each other. And it's still fascinating to me, Dave, that you loan money on all sorts of things. It doesn't have to be just a stick-built house. Uh, it could be raw land where you're going to put a big house. It could be a fourplex or an apartment complex, multifamily. Uh, the only restriction is that as long as it's not primary residence for somebody, I mean, you can probably do a deal if the, if the property fits the criteria. Yes, we can. And as long as the deal structure works, and that's one of the things we pride ourselves on is finding creative ways to make that uh, come together. Sometimes people are, you know, purchasing a property because they just did a 1031 exchange. So they're on a tight timeline. Uh, other times they're, you know, looking to uh, leave properties for their heirs. And so they want something simple that'll be easy to manage. Mm -hmm. There's a variety of different ways that people are looking to do things. And we look to, to help them finance those as needed. So sometimes I'm sure on your deals, uh, your clients probably have perhaps some cash or they have some equity someplace that they're going to get some cash, but they might need a little bit more. Uh, a lot of the creative deals probably involve a couple of different sources for this financing to close the deal, I would imagine. They do, and that's one of the beauties of hard money is uh, we are not restricted like a conventional loan that'll be resold uh, to the underwriting, and, and by that I'm referring to where the money comes from sourcing those funds. You can just come in the door and tell me, hey, I've got a partner, Peter, and he's going to put up 30 grand, and I'm putting up this chunk of money, and we're going to buy this place, and that works for us because we can see the money, it gets wired into escrow, and we can close the deal quickly. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, we have a lot of partnerships and LLCs and folks who come in the door and, and mm -hmm. make things work that way. A lot of the challenges that I had in the past when I was a mortgage lender in my former life uh, was with people that would come in. They had plenty of capacity, but for whatever reason, their cash was literally cash. They had cash to work with. And a traditional bank, a financial institution that does institutional lending, when they see that there's cash involved, well, they want every detail as to where that cash came from, pay stubs, check stubs, deposit statements, detailed written explanations. And really, in most cases, if you don't have all of those things, you can't even use your own cash. So let our listeners know again, if somebody says to you, listen, Dave, I've got 20 grand in my safe strong box in my house. I always have 20 grand. That's the way I was brought up. We're kind of a cash family. And now I want to use that cash as part of my entry into getting a deal. How would, the, would that impact 
your process? Well, we like to think of ourselves as common sense lenders. So we're going to, you know, go through the, the question and answer phase of the loan application and make sure that where the money's coming from is A, reliable and B, uh, makes sense. So yeah, we have a lot of folks who own coin operated car washes or other cash businesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had to lend a few times to folks who have coffee shops. Yeah. They take a lot of $2 bills for cups of coffee yeah. and you know, they, they can choose to do with that what they will. Um, and so, yeah, we like to work with those folks and, uh, that's not usually a hindrance on how we can get those deals done. Yeah. It's that flexibility that I like about your company. And uh, let's talk about speed. That's the other factor that's always involved when it comes to closing a transaction. The money's one thing, but getting it on time, that's the other. How, How fast does it typically take to close a deal and how fast have you done them? Well, the quickest we've done them is five days. And, uh, you know, we like to pride ourselves on getting that money turned around quickly. One of the things we're seeing right now in northern Nevada is appraisal times have slowed down. So the turn time to get an appraisal is now impacting our ability to close. Mm -hmm. And what we've seen is because of the lower interest rates over the summer and the increased uh, seasonal activity of summer sales and moving, that really put a squeeze on the appraisal uh, the appraiser pool we had here mm-hmm. and it impacted turn times on those reports. Mm-hmm. So uh, barring any you know seasonal slowdown or something like that, we like to target about one week uh, tip to tail <laughs> to close the deal. That's still amazing. You know when you think about it. Uh, when I was in the mortgage lending business, if you could close a deal in 30 days, you were going fast, and uh, and that was fast enough until this uh, housing shortage took off. And now sellers they want the best price and they want the fastest money. And if you're buying an investment property, sometimes it's hard to pull the trigger. So I'm glad you're on the job with that. Yeah, and it's one of the things I would encourage the listeners to pay attention to. There's a seasonality to the real estate market. Everybody knows in the summer you sell because folks are out of school and that's a good time to move kids and relocate families and things. Now we're heading back into school we're going to see properties start to sit on the market that didn't sell. Maybe they were in contract and fell out. Mm -hmm. Maybe they were overpriced. The seller was a little greedy or aggressive. It's going to be a wonderful opportunity for investors to go and pick off some of those homes that are stagnant on the MLS. And you might find that guy who has a job and he's moved out of state or he's a really motivated seller. Mm -hmm. And uh, you you can pick one of those off at a great discount. You're right. As we approach the colder months of the year, it's not on the forefront of everybody's mind. That's when you can pick off some great deals as an investor. If somebody wants to reach out to you at Sukocha Capital Day, what is the best way? The best number is 775-420-4990. All right. Dave Washburn from Sukocha Capital Day. We're going to chat a little bit more later in the show with you about some other ways that hard money can come to play when we're talking real estate. Our other guest is in the studio too, Ken Green. And Ken is with Green Finance and Insurance. Ken, when I heard you speak at the last Investors Club and just listening to your comments on the radio show today, you sound like a man that has been seasoned in your industry. I would suspect that you're probably 60, maybe 65 years old with all that knowledge, but you sure don't look it. Where did you get your education? How did you learn all this stuff? Uh, my education, I have a, my Bachelor of Science in uh, Electrical Engineering and Civil Engineering. I'm a licensed professional engineer in Nevada and California. I got into industry about eight years ago when all land development, which was my primary focus as a civil engineer, uh, stopped. And so I was like, what do I do to survive? 
And so I got into the insurance industry selling auto and home insurance and life insurance. Mm -hmm. uh, but always was fascinated at Wall Street, uh, successful at uh, trading on the markets. And I was like, I couldn't wait to go out and share what I knew uh, on the finance side with my clients. And so over time, as I went independent, created green finance and insurance, only different, uh, I was like, everyone who comes in my door, as long as they're willing to learn and they're a person of integrity, I'm going to teach them about money. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to teach them a different way to play the financial game off of Wall Street. Now, I mentioned earlier, I love, I love Wall Street, but as a buy and hold strategy, it can be very, very dangerous. When I was a little boy, Ken, I used to like to watch the Adams Family on television because Gomez had one of those ticker tape machines in his living room so he could watch the stocks go by all day. <laughs> so I, too, love the Wall Street action. You know, it's, it's, it's a living thing. And if you do it right, you can become successful. You can make money. Always fascinated by that. But I, I, I also have gone the other way. I've lost a lot of money in the stock market, and I've seen people get devastated from the stock market crashes. I can remember every one since I've been alive. Uh, but for some reason, it still keeps moving. It's like the ocean. It's always moving. Mm -hmm. Up or down, you never know for the day, but it's always moving. And I know that insurance, like what you talked about at the investment club, plays an important part in those things. I really want to talk to you more, but I do have to take a quick break. We have an advertiser on the door, but when we come back, I want you to give us some more uh, insight into using insurance as part of your real estate tactics. But first, we're going to hear from my friend Rocket Tom, someone who helps me think outside the globe. Welcome to Think Outside the Globe with Rocket Tom Taramina. This mission debriefing EW101 is the blowout. The mission objective was to extract crude oil from the ground safely and profitably. The mission profile. Maintaining the effective extraction of crude oil from producing wells is a complex and dangerous undertaking. There's machinery with many moving parts, typically running for extended periods of time, which must operate flawlessly. Crude oil typically contains unwanted byproducts like sulfur, natural gas, and paraffin that must be dealt with before refining. The flight. Well production companies have a number of specialized technicians who perform periodic maintenance on the wellheads. In this case study, the mission was to maintain a particular wellhead that was being backed up by excessive paraffin. The process involves injecting hot oil and back into the well to melt the paraffin and remove it. Also in this case, the valve used to connect to the hot oil machine had recently been replaced. Houston, we have a problem. The hot oiler technician arrived on site and connected his equipment to the newly installed valve. He had difficulty in making the hose and valve mate. The oil is heated with an open propane flame under a large storage tank. The operator started the process, and within a few minutes, the wellhead exploded, expelling natural gas and oil that ignited from the open flame onto the truck. The technician was killed. Our forensic investigation revealed that the new valve was actually a water valve, which did not meet the safety requirements for crude oil. A series of human errors was discovered, starting with the distributor shipping the water valve in place of the oil valve, and that mistake not being discovered by a long list of individuals who caused the valve to be installed on the wellhead. The final blame was put on the technician who installed the valve because the threads did not match and he forced it onto the pipe fitting. Think outside the globe. For any business, all processes must be documented, trained, and the operator certified for competency. The operators must be trained in the consequences of the work they do and be accountable to themselves and everyone in the chain. Just because a supplier, 
technician or other individual processed work flawlessly for years, that does not mean it will be flawless today. Remove liability by verifying each process step is completed to the specification before moving forward. For more on Think Outside the Globe, visit me at rockatom.com. This is Ken Green, engineer of finance at Green Finance and Insurance, only different. You're listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Sage advice is what you get when you listen to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thank you, Peter. Street smarts on the house. So, you're thinking about buying investment real estate. Getting the right mortgage is a critical part of your decision. This is Lou Carr, branch manager of Summit Funding in Sparks, Nevada. With today's extremely affordable mortgage interest rates, you have the opportunity to step into what could be the best investment purchase you'll ever make. How do you go about it? First, get pre-approved with a mortgage lender like Summit Funding. Then, find the right property at the right price. Summit Funding is ready to talk with you about getting a mortgage to purchase real estate. Visit summitfunding.net slash L-C-A-R-R or call 775-626-0775 for personal service. This is Lou Carr from Summit Funding, NMLS number 258750. Our branch NMLS number is 1042857. Summit Funding's NMLS number is 3199. Thank you. Summit Funding is an equal housing lender. SunTech Solar Screening adds elegance, comfort, and privacy to your home. 3529396. SunTech Solar Screens block up to 90% of the sun's heat and glare. SunTech Solar Screening proudly features Pfeiffer Screening products. 3529396. SunTech Solar Screening combines expert craftsmanship, attention to detail, and state of the art materials to deliver a precision fit of heat repellent technology. SunTech Solar Screening adds comfort and style to your home all summer long. Call for a free estimate and you'll feel the difference immediately just by holding up the SunTech solar screen. Don't suffer any longer as temperatures soar into the 90s and 100s. 3529396. Senior citizen and military discounts. SunTech solar screens pay for themselves with lower cooling costs all summer long. Make shade while the sun shines. Call SunTech solar screening for a free estimate. 3529396. SunTech solar screening. You're listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio. My name is Peter Padilla, your host today, as I am every week right here on the Lotus Broadcast Stations in Northern Nevada, 94.1 FM and 1450 AM. Let your friends and family know that we're on every Wednesday at 1 PM so they too can get great information if they're looking to buy or sell real estate. And today we have two great guests in the studios with us. Ken Green is with us. And Ken is the engineer of finance at Green Finance and Insurance, joined by David Washburn. David is here from Socotra Capital. David is a hard money lender. So I've got two gentlemen in the studio that can help when it comes to needing money to close real estate transactions. It's interesting for me to interview each one of you gentlemen, but I also like listening to the two of you talk to each other and sometimes The best conversation comes during the commercial break. So if I may, I'd like to have you, Dave, just ask that question that you asked Ken during the break about rates of return on a uh, whole life policy. 
Yeah, Ken had mentioned that the whole life policy pays a dividend, and he had mentioned that uh, in the 80s, the dividend was more in the 8 9% range, and now it was more in the 4 or 5% range. And so I was asking, Ken, uh, am I locked in if I bought a policy today? And you know, if so, how could it or would it change if I wasn't locked in? Yeah, and the answer I was, well, I was telling David, there's there's two fundamental components uh, on the life policy. And so you have a guaranteed cash value, and then you have a non-guarantee. The non-guaranteed is the dividend portion. Mm-hmm. And so you are locked in on the guaranteed side. And so when I create and put illustrations together, depending upon the care that's right for the client, uh, that illustration, 10 years out, that is a guaranteed floor. Mm-hmm. Now, on the dividend side, it varies. I mean, in the 80s, it was 8 9%. Now, the carriers I use, the internal rate of return, income tax-free, is uh, about 4 to 5.5%, depending upon the age of the client. 4 to 5.5%, I mean, that's huge compared to what you look at savings accounts at you know, banks. They're like at 1% or even less than 1%. And, and that's a key point is that it truly is a savings account on steroids. And mm-hmm. if you look at my, without saying the bank, if you look at one of my banks, the savings account, they give me a whopping 0.10% uh, per year. Mm-hmm. But then they go and lend out that money, and they're charging 4 or 5%. All right. I remember at that presentation now that you were showing how much money a bank makes <laughs> when somebody makes yeah. a deposit. And they pay off that 0.05 or 0.1, whatever that interest rate. And so you figure, oh, the bank's probably making half a percent or a quarter percent. It was it was unbelievable the way you drew that out to show that when they loan this money and they, they put it in cycle, they're making tons and tons of money on the dollar that you deposit at their bank. Thank you. Yes, I was talking about fractional banking. Fractional banking, yes. Yes, and so with the banks, it's, it's, it's called living off the spread. It's one of the first things I when I teach clients is that it's all about cash flow. And then once you have a good budget, understand cash flow. And you can save 10% at least of your income. Uh, then it's like, okay, how do we live off the spread? How do we get momentum? How do we um, philosophy money? How do we get to work for us? And mm-hmm. one of the best examples is the banks. And so living off the spread, you put your money in a savings account making 0.10%, mm-hmm. and then they go lend it out to your neighbor, literally your neighbor, at 5%. Well, I mean, they're making 4.9% off the spread. Yeah. And what's even more fun is legally is that they can lend at a 10 to 1 ratio. And so they get to lend that out nine more times with the money you have on deposit, <laughs> yeah. making the point one zero. And so uh-huh. when you look at their rate of return, and this is why they teach buy and hold, it's huge. And so we've been conditioned to, to go get loans. Well, a lot of us don't think that we have any other resources uh, or sources for money. Look, uh, as a layman, I would think, look, if I put my money in a bank savings account, I can go withdraw it tomorrow. But if I put it in a whole life policy, I got to wait till I die, till I get that money, and I'm not going to get it. It's my heirs. The error in that thought is. Well, the the error is that's how most people say, "Hey, you can teach me anything about money, but don't tell me it's whole life insurance." Yeah, because they don't want to. They don't that's want right. To, why is it that nobody likes to and talk said, insurance? If, and if they had the exact same education I had on life insurance when I got in the industry eight years ago, uh-huh. I'd say the exact same thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, buy term and invest uh, the rest. Yeah. Right? But but once you understand truly how it works, and I am an engineer, uh, I love math, and you look at the numbers, and I, I. I Let's just put the, I ask a hundred gazillion questions all the time. That's just mm-hmm. the, the mindset of an engineer. Mm-hmm. And so when I studied this and went through everything over six months before I sold my first policy, which was to myself, 
I can't teach someone to do something I'm not doing it myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when you look at all the numbers and you realize that, hey, this is a savings account on steroids with, oh, by the way, a death benefit that's income tax-free as well. Mm-hmm. And so when you look at it and you understand that this is a savings on steroids strategy, I have not found a better vehicle. If you structure it correctly, and that's important, if you structure it correctly, I cannot find another savings strategy out there that touches it. Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. I find that, I'll teach that too. So you are you graduated from the University of Nevada, correct? Yes, I did. And uh, you really are an engineer. It says on your card, engineer of finance, but you're also a civil engineer. So talk to us about that. How, what got you into that? I got into... Um, when I got my electrical engineering degree, um, I worked for Electronic Ignition System in Carson City. They were going bankrupt. Went to go work for the telephone company as a design manager. Loved all the people I met there. Loved what I was doing. And I was work- doing a lot of work for land development mm-hmm. uh, on behalf of the, tele- um, the telephone company. And so I just got fascinated with land development. I was like, you know what? I want to go become a civil engineer. Went back to school full-time, was working full-time as a civil engineer, and then got my internship, got my degree, and then uh, got my professional engineering license. So licensed as a civil in Nevada and California. Well, and, the, and I love it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I love teaching the money part even more. Well, the, the thought process of being a civil engineer, uh, you know, the way that you analyze uh, projects, I, I would imagine that's what's helped you determine that this product, this this whole life product is one of the best products that most people don't think about when they look at finance. And when you look at the detail, yeah, some very, the finance, understand the finance industry hates dealing with engineers because we ask question after question after mm-hmm. question. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but what's important, being a troubleshooter and being able to understand numbers uh, has helped uh, immensely. Mm-hmm. So I don't care what the name of the product is. I look at the, I look at the guts, I look at uh, a way I look at the numbers, and so that's how the engineering background, I think, has helped me out a lot. Mm-hmm. And, and by the way, I mean, what they teach with av- actual rate of return versus average rate of return, when you see prospectuses for investments, yeah. average rate of return of what they show on investments in Wall Street is not your actual rate of return. It's a very big, different number, but yeah. it's a total tangent. Well, one of them is a projection, I would imagine, or look at the back at the past to see what's going to happen in the future. and you know, the other one is the, the raw number. That's uh, what you get. The average rate of return is not your geometric mean. It's not your true internal rate of return. What they're, what they're showing is they're saying, hey, if the, the stock goes up, you have 10 grand in investment, and it goes up 100%, that 10 grand turns into 20. But next year, if you lose that 10 grand, the end of the, at the end of the year, you have 10 grand again. Mm-hmm. So what's your average rate of return? Well, I would say zero because you didn't have any return. Yeah, that's your actual rate of return. That's your internal rate of return. That's your geometric mean. Mm-hmm. But the way that Wall Street uh, shows it, uh, they would say that, no, it's 100 minus 50. Oh, you went yeah. up 100%. You lost 50% of your portfolio. Uh-huh. Take that 50%, divide it by two, and your average rate of return in this investment was 25%. <laughs> Even though you have no gain. Correct. Yeah, you know, at, in other words, yield. So the yield, yeah. that's what's important is what's your yield, what's, mm-hmm. your, what's your internal rate of return. Dave Washburn from Sakutch Capital is also joining us. Dave, one of the things that I always remember from high school is what I didn't learn in high school. There were some things that they didn't teach us like, uh, you know, how to invest and how to buy real estate. They didn't teach us even how to buy a home. And they certainly didn't teach us about life insurance. Do you remember getting any kind of education when you were in school about life insurance? No. 
We didn't. We didn't cover that. I mean, how, we, we, how are we, we supposed? Didn't. How are we supposed to learn this valuable, important thing that really all of us need some level of insurance? But really, there is no way to get it. Yeah, you know, I was just having this conversation with a client recently about uh, trust deeds and why hard money loans and those sorts of things aren't aren't more well understood. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, we were talking about in general financial literacy, which I would include things like insurance and understanding insurance and how you're insured and and what those uh, auxiliary benefits of the different policies could be. And, you know, the reality is that uh, it's much simpler for people to simply learn to earn and, uh, you know, then hope for the best. And so that's sort of the mentality and the way that uh, our society does it. And, um, you know, we learn that from our parents above us and you know, that's why Robert Kiyosaki wrote, wrote uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, what, 30 some odd years ago now, mm. because at the time there was the same problem we have today, which is, hey, there are people without financial literacy. And that is a function of just the way our society works. And it's it's unfortunate because I talk to people every day about real estate and buying and you find these people are four days from close of escrow and they don't know what they've done or what's gone on and, or where they're going next. And it's, uh, yeah, it can be frightening. That's why I enjoy doing this radio show and visiting with people like you, Dave, and with people like Ken because I, you know I'm educating myself every single day and hopefully sharing that with our listeners so that they too can get a new way of thinking about their future, their finances, and opportunities that they probably have missed all their lives because they get they get wrapped up in a rut thinking that this is all they can do. Ken Green at Green Finance and Insurance, do people come to talk to you specifically about insurance, the whole life policy, when you talk finance, or do you do financial planning? I mean, to what extent do you work with your clients? Uh, it, all different levels. It depends what the client wants. But I mean, I can do full comprehensive financial planning for my clients. I can do estate planning. Um, and then I can just, hey, just teaching people, hey, this is how you save money. Mm-hmm. Some people just need to, I can't work with any client unless they learn to live within their means. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, uh, too often people make 100% of their income goes out the yeah. door. But once I can get them past that threshold of changing their environment and saving 10%, mm-hmm. then that opens up the door. But no, full comprehensive planning, estate planning, and just and helping people uh, on the saving side using whole life, mm-hmm. but then also alternative investments. I mean, with the accredited investors I work with, uh, that we have stuff off Wall Street that you get to invest in real estate, it's commercial real estate, and these, uh, these investments pay their growth and cash. They pay about net which is important. This is actual rate of return, not average, like I mentioned before. Mm. 7% annually, and they're getting a check once a month Mm. on that 7%. Mm -hmm. And then typically within three to five years, that initial money they put in, the investment's about 100 grand. They get that 100 grand back and still get cash flow. Wow, wow. So For the rest of their life. And if you look at internal rate of return on that one, that number would be infinite. Mm-hmm. And so, so some of the, those are some of the other things I do for clients on the alter investment side. And then also, if I help them on their financial planning, I help them on the money side. Uh, then I also have uh, we also do an, um, as an insurance broker, make sure that their auto insurance is written correctly, make sure their home insurance is written correctly, and so we provide that service as well. Very nice. I know that people will want to reach out to you, Ken, and talk to you about the radio show that we did today and about the products and services you have. So what is the best way to reach you in case somebody wants to make contact? The best way to reach me is give me a call, Ken Green at 775-624-8839. All right. We've got your information on our website too, Ken. Make it easy for people to find you. I'm glad you were with us and hopefully you'll come back and visit again soon. Thank you for having me. It's great. 
Also with us, Dave Washburn. Dave's a hard money lender at Socotra Capital. Dave, I know you love hearing about money because that's your business, is helping people get the money to do things. It's not just the money, but it's, I guess it's what, the power behind the money. When you have money, you can make things happen. Ideally, it'd be the freedom. Yeah. The freedom to be able to know what you're doing and, and make good decisions. And there's a lot of, uh, yeah, there's a lot of liberty in that, knowing that uh, you're making an informed choice. And hard money isn't really hard money anymore because if you qualify and the property qualifies, it's relatively simple to get the deal. But you have to talk with Dave Washburn first to get all the details. So, Dave, again, give us your best contact information in case anybody wants to talk to you. Give me a ring, 775-420-4990. All right. And we'll look forward to seeing you at our next Investors Club. Sounds great, Peter. Look forward to it. I'd like to thank our listeners for tuning in. This is Peter Patia, your host on Nevada Real Estate Radio. If I can answer any questions for you about our radio show or other questions you might have about real estate and real estate for investing, feel free to call me after the show, 775-223-3428, or visit nevadarealestateradio.com. We'll be back next week. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. You've been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to peter at nevadarealestateradio.com. Suntec Solar Screening uses Pfeiffer Screening Products. Make shade while the sun shines. Suntec Solar Screening, 352-9396. Suntec Solar Screening. Sage International Incorporated is proud to be celebrating 23 years in business. We believe if you know the way, you must light it for others. Owning a business can be hard, demanding, and even bizarre. At Sage International, our passion centers on education, which is based on our own experiences of building a company from scratch, along with the insights gained from the thousands of clients we have served. If you are a business owner, real estate investor, professional or entrepreneur, and not sure how to properly structure your business and personal assets to safely grow, protect, and leverage your hard-earned wealth from the three flaming arrows of challenge, income taxes, liability exposure, probate, and estate taxes, then call Sage International Incorporated at 775-786-5515 to schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry Hill today. That's 775-786-5515. Call Sage International, 775-786-5515.